Hey guys, welcome to Ready Set Live, episode 18. This is going to be a short, condensed version, but today we're going to be talking about cards that we want to cook with. We just basically took the cards that we love the most and we're like, you know what? How can we make a deck out of this? We're going to be talking about all that and more on this episode of Ready Set Live. Let's get into it. Ready, set, draw! Welcome back. Hey, what's up? All right. It's been a little minute since we've seen each other, but not That's too it. long. Yeah, no. Not it too long. Yeah, I was about to say, like, we've seen each other yeah. because we did uh, the opening day. Mm -hmm. So it was, oh, yeah. it was such a great day. Yeah. Such so a great day. I just want to clarify real quick. It is just me and Tyler here today. We have a mini episode during the holiday time that we're recording this. We don't have a ton of time to get a whole thing. We think y'all understand. But either way. We do want to recap real quick. Both of us had some product that we could open on opening day, on launch day of uh, Rise of the Floodborn. We opened a few boxes each. and A few. A few. Well, I mean, literally for me, it was a few. But, uh, for you, it was three. Trove, starter decks. Didn't have a ton of time to build decks on that day, but it was overwhelming, the amount of so stuff. So many cards, I actually, man. I didn't take off work that day, I know, so yeah. it was, so he it was didn't a take little off, harder I for did. me to like ex have the full day experience, but... Since that day, I've gotten a chance to play. How about you? I have. I got to play last night. Yeah. This is the set's good. Oh yeah. I'll, no. The set. The, the set is good. The fact that I built an entire tech off of just set two cards and felt was like, wow, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know tempting. what to do here. It's to, you look at the set one cards and you're like, I love you, but like, I have new friends now. It's like yeah. Andy passing the toys. You know? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, you got to move on. It's sad. Oh, Whatever. So I don't want to. I don't want to depress people thinking about Toy Story three. Anyways, this topic at hand today is cards to cook with. The idea is inspired by the colloquial phrase uh, "let them cook," and I know that on YouTube and social media in general, there's a big push for like, "Oh, I cook." Whenever you make a good deck, you know. So, like we said, we hungry. Yeah, I would say you are probably the more avid deck builder than me. You like to you like to cook I like to tinker more often. For me, I like to build decks, but I like to like build a deck and then like really focus that yeah, deck in for a longer in. period of time. Yeah. You'll jump from deck to deck to deck, which is its own kind of love. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like the process of deck building is kind of what I typically have more fun being creative about. Yeah. Uh, but I will say as of recently, like when I tore apart all of my decks from set one. Oh gosh. Cause I did, I went back in, I was just like, this unsleeve is, everything. this is yep. all unsleeved. We're starting from scratch. That there was some cathartic moments yes. in all of that. <laughs> of just like looking at all of them and like, yeah, this needed to happen. Yeah. Like these were not good. And mm -hmm. I'm this set wherever you are, <laughs> trust me. Next time any any of us play, I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> I can say this. One deck, and we'll get to the topic at hand, trust me. We will get there. One deck that in our previous episode I referred to it. I think it was in a previous mailbag. We they asked, like, what do you think will be the top of the meta? And I was like, I'm not a meta guy, but like I'll Steel. answer a question. Yeah, I'll Amber, answer it for Amber you. Steel and, and I said Amber Steel yeah. would probably sit there because they get a lot of new toys. I did not properly back myself up during the starter deck episode because I mentioned that let the storm rage on and strength of a raging fire were just things that got added. They were all right. No, <laughs> we Cinderella, learned very quickly. Cinderella, she's dancing, she's dancing, she's singing. She's a one woman show, and she is capable of playing those cards. I massively underestimated how good 
that early damage would be a, a one on a one drop, drop. a one drop yeah. sing three yeah this is this is a uh, something that i didn't take into account cinderella's synergy with those cards to make those cards super viable dude she's so but good i think i can pat myself on the back here that i made the safe bet and it seems to have paid off oh yeah for sure amber steel is still a deck that is a menace for a lot of people however a deck that we're discussing today it's something that's actually pretty good against amber steel so stick with us but we're gonna start when we talk about cards to cook with it's a card that we saw looked at and said oh yeah oh yeah i want to build that deck main so, ingredient type stuff yes guys. main ingredient where it's the meat and potatoes of it so what is the first card that you looked at in this set and thought, I'm going to make a deck about that? So it's funny because it, it definitely wasn't the first card. And, and I feel like we we talk a lot about like when it's me and Anthony on this side, mm -hmm. we talked a lot about the fact that Bounce was like the deck. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we wanted to play. Yeah. And the very first card that like I was like, man, you know what? I don't care if it's not good. I want to build a deck around that. Mm -hmm. was bounce yeah <laughs> like it was the bounce so you're card. gonna go for your the second card we had planned yes okay yeah All right. so mm -hmm. the the bounce card as a as a whole is literally like, the card yeah the card bounce, bounce. Okay. because <laughs> i was i was ready for some bouncing you love doing that i, I, I think you do a good job of it personally oh so. thank you thank you thank you thank you well i i grew up loving tigger yeah. and he he is the only one yeah uh but yeah no like the bounce mechanic and the bounce card itself like i just thought immediately i was like you know what this could be really good yeah it's like it's got it's got some interesting flow and i i wanted i wanted more obviously and when we when we first talked about it it was right when merlin came out yeah and so it was like i think it was on our second episode about talking about the cards because yeah. we were in the previous studio space yeah but we, we had we no idea had, we didn't have all the Merlins and Mims yet, yeah. even. We just no. had Merlin Shapeshifter. Yeah, we had Merlin Shapeshifter and Bounce. And I mm -hmm. was like, like this could be good if you threw it in and you had, like, like Mother Knows Best. And, like, no. thinking about Genie, you know? It's oh, like, yeah. oh, I could like, replay Genie. Other, yeah, I could, you know, do some other Bounce mechanic. No, 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 no. So first, first card that led me into a deck I decided to build was bounce yeah. and the deck i actually did make a deck we will um, put the deck image on the screen so you can kind of screenshot it if you want to like or you can pause the video and like scan through the list i want to give i'm going to cover you cover your back for a second you are not building to like crush the meta no you know no this You're is just not building a, to have some fun yeah this is 100 a let's have fun deck yeah. um because it's literally uh are you ready to get bounced yeah <laughs> like that's that's literally it's what the name of the deck serious, is guys it's not it's it's very much not it's but just fun yeah that's what the game is about guys come on so this deck has 20 uninkables Oof. so it's okay, 100 to tune that a little bit yeah, it's just a smidge <laughs> but let's to to be fair so the best deck this probably the second best deck of last format was ruby uh was ruby amethyst yeah. and ruby the amethyst like ant could attest to this 100 percent had way too many uninkables. Mm -hmm. It had easily 20. Yeah. Like most of the time it's And if a 20 you didn't count. have that many you were you felt like you were missing out on, to, yeah, on some you, things. You were, yeah, you you were definitely not playing certain things and it, it felt like the deck had to play that. This deck, the way that it's put together, you actually kind of have to or else you're not going to be playing some stuff. You could probably fine tune some stuff just away yeah. from what uh what's already kind of there. I think just for, based on what I've seen in your list, I think the cuttable 
uninkable cards are more so the uh, panic. Yeah. A few, the couple of panics. The, and also, I think you could maybe shave down on the Gruesome and Grim just because you have Madam Sorcerer. Yeah. But other than that, like, it's a fun deck. If you're playing casually, you don't mind about bricking a couple hands every now and then. It's not going to be the end of the world. And the, the fun thing, the combination between Madam Mim and uh, Dr. Facilier, the, the, like, the Floodborne, is so dumb. Because you just want to bring it out, swing with it, then put it right back in your hand, and restart the whole yeah. process again. So just just for those who are listening and not watching the show, I do want to give them a little bit of a, a, a helping hand here. Go through the list and just mention, like, the key cards. You can skip over the filler cards or, okay. like, the ones that are just purely so, synergistic. Just um, get to the meat and potatoes of the deck. So the meat and potatoes of the deck is basically just, like, the Merlin love. Mm-hmm. So funny enough, I did not put Merlin Shapeshifter, which we we talked about mm-hmm. that before the pod. Yeah. That, uh, that apparently it's getting left off of a lot of like a yeah. lot of the decks, and it might it's be not, a little bit slow. It, you know? it is a little bit slow, and it's not the fact that it's a bad card. It's not. It's just it's not really needed. There's so many good cards now. Yeah, there's they, a lot it, of they, really good. Cards. Even good cards get edged out in lists now. So yes. Yeah. So uh, probably the best cards to talk about is definitely like Madam Mim, the the shift form. Like mm-hmm. it's such a good card. Uh, Gruesome and Grim, obviously. Lots of synergy in between both of those. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's built onto the card. Uh, Arthur, Ooh. really, really great card. It's so dumb. To me, your hot take, best uninkable card in the deck. Oh, far and away. And there, there's a reason why it's at four. Yeah. Like you, You're running four of those, yeah. and you're not running four of it. Well, you're running four of a lot of things, but that's definitely a must. Um, uh, the, the goat. The, the goat! goat. Uh, has to be ran at four. It's yeah. too good not to, uh, especially when... If you're using it with Doctor Facilier, um, you, you want to just to your yeah, hand when it's you banished. just want to you just want to swing it into something, yeah. let it get banished, and then put it right back in your hand yeah, and do it great. all over again. I like that. It it's there's a lot of synergies in this deck. It's a lot of fun. The one and you talked about it for a second. The pain and panic. That was a combination of cards with the bounce mechanic that I didn't know that I wanted because mm-hmm. pain wants to come down turn two but panic on turn three to be able to quest for three with pain that's such a good combo to be able to continually use over and over again by putting panic back in your hand yeah it's it's something that you can quest with with panic before you do return him if you do happen to have him stick around so it's a little bit slow but like it's one of those things that at least you're getting win the game level payoff yeah you know so that's interesting so i do want to focus the questions of each of these cards that you want to cook with like when you say the bounce card made you want to cook, we got the deck list. That's cool. You, we, we can see a vision that you had. What's the interaction, the singular interaction that you want to pull off in this deck that makes you feel like I'm doing a thing? Uh, so just bounce as a whole, like the card itself, like being able to cho- be choosy, mm-hmm. like you can choose your opponent's card. And then you can bounce your own. Mm-hmm. So that that combination of being able to control the opponent's board while also actually having a legitimate payoff yeah. with your own stuff, like that's in an ju- ideal <sighs> world, it's tasty. What is the best play that you think you can get in this deck with bounce, with the, uh, with the card bounce? Like you think you, what do you return from them, or what do you return of your own? Do you return two of your own? Who knows? What's the best? I think best I, use ideally. The best way, I mean, honestly, is bouncing another one of their cards and then bouncing the goat. 
the goat. So yeah, like, getting like a high value target. Yeah. And something then like a bouncing something that you fake. obviously know is not that good. If you could make them return like their entire Stitch Rockstar setup or oh something, my goodness. that would be pretty sweet, you know? Bouncing back an engine yeah. is that's like that's that'd be, that'd be nice. Something heavy. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna move on to the next setup. Thank you very much for your bounce synergy. We're going to get to one of my cards to cook with, and it's one of the cards that uh, I'm not sure if the episode of um, Spicy or Trash with Jaunty came out by the time this episode is released, but Jaunty and I gave it a standing ovation when we rated As this card. Should. The card I want to cook with is Sheer Khan. Yeah. This card is literally one of the cards that I saw and said, thank you. I feel really bad because I actually pulled four when, yeah, when we traded. Yeah, and I got one. No, no, no. Wait, I, you pulled I, four? I, I pulled I four. Ha, you have another you can trade me? I, I will not trade it to you, sir, because I have three now. I have a total of three. Okay, you well, have anyways, three. I have three. We're getting off the topic here. I'm <laughs> going to get I'm gonna get one of those <laughs> no, sheer cons. Okay. <laughs> I need one more. People at, people at home, I need one more. Send them one. In the arms. <laughs> <laughs> For the low, low price of one sheer con, you can make Jacob a very happy boy. <laughs> Anyways, sheer con has the text gain one lore on it, which I love to see because if the, if the text is on the card, that means it gets it some other way than questing, right? I love lore gain without having to quest. That's sweet. And it does the one of the things that I love the most in the game, and it's challenging. It's the, the interactive portion of the game is more fun. So if you can get payoff for challenging, I was immediately like, okay, where do I go with this? I can go a couple ways. I can go in the route of he's just a payoff card and I embrace the challenge style of a Ruby Steel deck. Or I can go in the way of I'm going to try and make this the win condition and make as wide of a board as possible that's challenging all over the place and healing itself back up to make it rejuvenated yeah. and ready for more challenges. The steel version to me lends itself to more control and just lock down and like you just it's an arduous process, but you're just getting that lore sneakily and slowly. Just sneak lore there, sneak lore there. You in, you incidentally gain the lore, which makes it where you don't lose tempo right. by trying to play that controlly game, which is great. Now, the version that I would like to highlight though was a list that I um, saw. I don't want to act like I built this deck on my own here. It was an inspired list. Uh, from Discord, and uh, I forgot which Thank content Discord. creator. I will try and find the content creator and give you credit on the screen. I'm sorry, so, so sorry that I don't remember who you are right now, but I saw a list in the Discord for a Ruby Amber list. Yeah. And I call it Law of the Jungle because Shere Khan is in the jungle. He, he's telling you how things are. But I also want to emphasize that um, Shere Khan is clever and... He's all about finding that tactical advantage, and that also emphasizes the tactical advantage of strength manipulation. So it really relies on the queen. Shere Khan's the king of the jungle. Shere Khan's the queen of the, or the queen is the queen of the jungle. And this deck really leans on like challenges are going to happen. The board's going to be wide. I'm going to get a lot of payoff from that challenge because I'm not only getting lore, I'm drawing cards. We're going to be swinging. We're going to be swinging. We got Maui's. We have ways to ready up characters like Shield of Virtue and Radigan. The, the reveal card that we got, oh, yeah. Teeth and Ambitions, solid in this deck. Not only can you sing it with the Queen, uh, with the, the queen of Hearts uh, two cost, mm -hmm. you can sing it with LeFou. Yes, they may get banished after they target themselves, but That's you frequently okay. will have other targets to, yeah. to uh, hit with your own Teeth and Ambitions. 
Shere Khan can take a Teeth and Ambitions if he needs to. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty nice. Um, the other thing that's cool about this deck is it features one of the other cards that I would like to highlight, not just Shere Khan, one of the other cards that I was like, ooh. Be prepared. Was, no, I'm not just, just be prepared. <laughs> yeah, not be prepared. It's uh, Scar Vicious Cheater. Oh, my god. Just gosh. because he, when I saw him, I was like, oh, that's removal. But it's if you're using him as so removal, removal, if you're using him as removal, it's like you're discounting what he can do. Yeah. Because he's kind of not as good just judged as a removal card. I would also like to point out that this deck would also be really good in Ruby Emerald with the new beast that just came out. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Because you can constantly just swing, and it yeah. it automatically raises itself. Yeah, that, that's a good, that, that is a good point. The Emerald has synergies with the Ready Up, too. Um, in particular, though, this Scar, he kind of, like, scams the game of, like, a little you bit. get two, two Sheer Cons out, or three, ooh, ooh. <laughs> or one even. If you get a scar to hit, and they have a board that was not prepared for a scar, they, literally they, they were not prepared. Were not prepared. <laughs> they it wasn't they can ready. just take multiple challenges, and you're like one or two lore here, one or two lore again, one or two lore again, and so you can gross. play a Rapunzel in the mix of that, heal it back up, and keep it going. That requires they have a wide board. I don't want to pretend like that's an every game. Instance, oh yeah, no. But it is such a payoff. Like it is a wombo combo. So that kind of answers my c c c combo interaction. Breaker. Yeah, it, the interaction is what I, what excites me the most. Oh yeah, the this what spoke to me about Shere Khan was like, I can win the game based off just challenging. Oh, That's yeah. pretty sick. So yeah, that combo. Mm. I'm ready to move on to your next deck though. Oh yeah, because your next deck is also one that's in the same oh, colors. It's so tasty. But it's like a it's, it's a, a combo. completely different type of deck mm -hmm. though. So uh, my next deck is um, it's based card? on. So the the card that I base this on is uh, is Christopher Robin. Now, for those of you who don't know, I am a big softy, and the Christopher like the uh, uh, I, no, it's called Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin the movie oh, makes me so sad. It's such a beautiful movie. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Go watch it. <laughs> uh, but Christopher Robin says that uh, whenever you ready this character, uh, if you have two or more other characters uh, in play, you gain two lore. Uh, that's really, really good. Oh, yeah. So It's uh, sneaky because you think of it as like, oh, when your turn starts, you get two lore for free. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yep, nope, better it, than that. It ain't about that. <laughs> it's, it, it ain't about it, trust me. If that were uh, it, then you wouldn't be cooking. No, I would not be cooking. So the whole point of the deck that I have built is that you want to make it where you can either quest or sing with Christopher Robin and constantly ready him back up with at least two characters on the board. So you're playing things like LeFou and Bodyguards and uh, and uh, Cinderella because the as we've already previously stated, the one drop Cinderella, very OP good, busted. <laughs> Who thought that Singer Three on a one drop was going to be really good? Everyone apparently. Uh, so such a great card um you basically use christopher robin and this is a really funny interaction we're going to talk about it more later but the the interaction between christopher robin and i can go the distance is such an interesting combination yeah. because you can choose him if he's damaged and you do technically like after you've readied him at least once with like a lefou or a fan of flames mm -hmm. like that is 100 a card that i would be would be more than happy to go to and like swing it in 
to to something. You can quest yeah. with it the first time, yeah, and then ready it up with something else, and then swing with Hit it, something, and then ready it up again, and then swing with it again, and then ready it up again. So you can it's basically, just, it's Christopher Robin can sing "Go the Distance," which readies, readies him back him up. up. Oh, he gains the two lore, and then he can sing another thing. And even if it's a go it's the distance, so dumb. You could, you could basically, in your hand, you could keep go the distance and just pile them in your hand. Oh, if yeah. you amass the card draw, you could pile them in your hand and just sit on it. Doop. Because you know that if you have Doop. a damaged Christopher Robin, it's just eight more. And, and you know what's great about that? It draws you a card. Yes, it replaces itself. It's so, such a good replacement effect. That is a sweet combo. I didn't even think about it until you put this together, so I'm very proud of you. Um, the list as a whole, it 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 could do it. It, it, it could, could be use a, yeah a couple of different things. There there were some there were some pet cards maybe. It wouldn't even be a pet card. It's the fact that there there were limitations that I put on myself strictly from the fact that I don't own all the cards. Yeah. Like with the deck list that is going to be up on the screen. Um, the cards that I that I put in here are the cards that I actually own. Yeah. So I put the deck together with the mentality of this yeah. is what I have. I'm going to stick to this. So that way I'm not I'm not creating in my mind some unrealistic. I also think like, it's a positive build. thing though. That's a positive thing because it it kind of tells people at home like you don't always have to go ham oh, yeah. and put the perfect list together. Like build what you got and you can still have fun. Oh yeah. You know? And this so. is gonna be a fun deck. And I'm honestly, with how this deck has looked like it could be, there are going to be some people oh, that yeah. get destroyed by this deck. Oh. It's going to be so much I'm fun. I'm probably going to be one of them because I'm glad that we've talked about this deck before you play against me. Because if you sat down at a table and you were like, oh, it's a Christopher Robin combo deck, I'd be like, all right, we got this. <laughs> and then you'd, you'd and then, play like three go the distance in one turn against me. And I'd be like, dude, you were at 12. <laughs> and I lost. And now I'm at 20. <laughs> What yeah, do you know? I love the idea of like questing with Christopher Robin, playing Teeth and Ambitions just on its own, getting two damage on him, killing something else or banishing something else, and then readying him up. Don't give me more reasons to put other cards yeah. in the stack. Gets him, it gets damage. It, you could just... It, yeah. We're going to move on. <laughs> Please. We're going to move on. Please. Now, the next deck, we talked about a deck that plays well against... Amber Steel. Amber Steel is currently the song list is still with Ariel and Cinderella. It's good. Still has grab your sword. Still has a whole new world. It has more toys with Strength of a Raging Fire and let the Storm Rage on. This this deck is definitely something you're going to see at your locals if you have some spikes there who are looking to win some games. But you can play a deck that does well against it. And while I may not have thought of this outright on my own the the genesis of the idea was something i wanted to do and i'm pretty sure i stated on the channel before it was like discovered in oh, air yeah. quotes you know what's the card that you wanted to cook with that is not something that you should ever try and cook with yeah. and i'm not talking about the card i'm talking about well, the a thing. literal popsicle don't cook with a popsicle so, don't do it I can use it as a stirring stick I, you know, after yeah, I eat it. Okay, so okay, okay. The Popsicle, when I saw this card spoiled, the thing that went through my head was, I have a Ruby Sapphire Tomatoa item ramp list. Oh, yeah. And it's not that good. But, Glad but we got that out of the way. I need to give a caveat. It's not that good because the, um, the kinds of items you have to play Are aren't trash. that good. You have to play things like Sword of Truth and uh, Poisoned Apple. 
And those cards have a little too high of a cost. Ooh, need another and they don't, Thank you for Okay, me. I'll give it to you. And they don't have the payoff. Like, the, you can have situational matchups where they don't do anything. So you've got to cut those cards. What do you replace them with? When I saw Popsicle, I immediately thought it, draw, it draws a card. So it and replaces it itself. And it can heal. And it banishes itself and, to so Tamatoa. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Now, the synergy. Tamatoa has had to move to the side, though. Because Tamatoa, while he is so shiny, he is not the focus of the deck anymore. It's also not the best card in that deck. No. The other, I'm pretty sure everybody at home who's watched the channel before probably knows what card they were thinking I was going to say. They were thinking I was going to say Grand Pabby. But Pabby is in the deck. The deck, as you will see now, is called Pabby's Popsicles. Now, Pabby is not a necessary card. He's a pet card of mine. By pet card, I mean a card I am well aware may be suboptimal, but I'm playing it anyway. Don't because, don't let him fool you. Yeah, it's his it off, pet rock. Like <laughs> yeah, it's that's good. It's it's a card I'm playing. I want to get the synergy. When I ask that question, like what interaction excites you the most? That's it. I'm looking for the chance to play a popsicle, draw a card to replace it, and then have Pabby out. Have cards that I play like. In the deck list, uh, I'll run through some of the cards. You plan on taking some damage because you're going to be challenging and you're going to be uh, constantly trying to control the board with cards like Maui and with cards like Teeth and Ambitions. You have to be prepared. That's not really synergizing with it. It's just like a, I need to wipe the board immediately. Um, but cards are going to be taking damage, especially because you have cards with a very large willpower like Tomatoa and Maleficent Monsters Dragon, even Grandpappy himself. You're looking to get the synergy of occasional healing with Popsicle, if needed, it, so you could get lore with Grandpappy, or you can get a Popsicle to be banished by a card that I recognized was a powerful synergy, but I didn't know how powerful of a synergy it was going to be in Hiram Flavorsham. Oh, yeah. That card. That's such a good card. I want to give a proper shout-out here. I know... Um, that the deck list, I've tweaked it, but the genesis of this deck list, credit goes to a YouTube channel called Zeph. It was pointed out to me by James Reiner on Twitter. I didn't even know about the guy, but I went to his channel. Great content. He's funny. He has great deck lists. It's good to explain humor and his strategy. It's really good. So shout out to you, Zeph. I'm not sure if you watch the channel. Go check him out. Check him out. Um, this list kind of was tweaked from his list just because I wanted to include cards like Noi, the two drop that has oh, yeah, ward yeah, yeah. and resist one. If you have an item out, popsicle's going to be out. Oh yeah. But you also have shield of virtue, which could be out at that point in time. Who so the shield, man, the genesis of the deck was that channel, but I got to fit Pabby in there. I got to because Pabby got to let him cook. Pabby is king. So I basically just want to say this. If you can find a way in your opening hand to have a popsicle, a Hiram Flaversham, Maybe a Judy Hops, maybe a Nick Wilds, but most importantly, also Teeth and Ambitions and Grandma Tala. Grandma Tala wants to be banished. Teeth and Ambitions can take that for you. She can sing it. Then she ramps you. It turns into an insane combo. So this is the deck that plays well against Amber Steel because it is capable of removing that Cinderella on turn two by singing Teeth and Ambitions. It's also capable of keeping the board consistently clear so that they don't have characters that can sing that well. Uh, it's not like an easy 
game. It's not like it's all wrapped up, right, you right, know, right, we're right. all good here. But it is good enough in the matchup that, like, you might surprise some people, you know. Maybe not if they're, like, really tuned in to, like, what decks are on the rise, because this deck is definitely on the rise. Maybe by the time this episode comes out, it's already fallen again. People have found the, found the kryptonite. We but, found the kryptonite. But this deck excites me so much because what I've wanted to work so bad is a Ruby Sapphire list. And you got it. And there's finally one with a Popsicle that could scratch and draw power. my itch and draw power. It's it needed draw power. Yes. And we got it. It's so good. Now, I don't love control, but sometimes you have to embrace the things you don't like to truly unlock the things that you do. Oh, kind of like control, Anthony when we played. Yeah. <laughs> control is a necessary evil. Anthony is laughing behind the computer, guys. <laughs> he's cracking he's, up. He's dying. Because he knows it's true. I had to embrace the, thing that you hate. the control lifestyle to get to play the cards that I love. I can't help it that they made Grand Pabby cost seven ink. I can't help that. Yeah. But if he's going to cost seven ink and I need other things to happen for him to pay off, the game has to last till past turn seven. You know, I well, have to get five. to the late game. I have to. I can get Pabby out a little early because of ramp, but. Ramp city. But I, ramp, yeah, ramp city. I, I, I got to play the be prepared, guys. Yeah. I'm nope. sorry. I got to. For I don't sure. love the card, but I got to do it. So. That kind of wraps up. Don't get me wrong. He loves the card. I, I do. It's pretty sweet. It's on the Christmas tree back here. It's right on the Christmas tree. Boom. I don't know if you can even see that. Can we see that in the camera, Anthony? Yeah, yeah kind of. Let me point at it right here. Boom. Be prepared. And for those listening, I pointed at a be prepared on a Christmas tree. There you go. <laughs> because it's a gift. Well. All right. That wraps up this portion. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to go over the mailbag portion. See you in a sec. This episode is also sponsored by Meeple City Games. Looking for a local game store in your four states area of Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Oklahoma? Meeple City Games is the place for you. Stocking TCGs such as Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh!, One Piece, and Lorcana, Meeple City Games is your one-stop shop for all your TCG needs. Check out the link in the description below to check out their location. Meeple City Games, come join the fun. This episode is also sponsored by Texarkana Podcast Studio. Wanting to start your very own podcast or voice web series? Well... Texarkana Podcast Studio is the place for you. Whether it's true crime, sports, murder mystery, or a fun card game you want to talk about with your friends, Texarkana Podcast Studio is here for all of your recording needs. Check out the link in the description below to schedule your first session today. Texarkana Podcast Studio, where your voice is heard. And welcome back. And today, we have one question from YouTube and one question... Well, from two questions from Twitter. Two, two questions from YouTube. No, Even Twitter. Better. Oh. Both from Twitter. X. Bro, that freaking looks like... Okay, I guess, yeah. Okay, fine. Fine! All it's right. Twitter. Uh, okay, so we got two questions from Twitter. Uh, the first question, because technically uh, something that I said earlier was tied to this question, we have a question from Lor LorconaQuest, at LorconaQuest, and he says, uh, whoops, I apparently rephrased some of at Brimley Games questions. questions, so here's another one. What is your favorite unexpected interaction? For instance, being able to ready Christopher Robin multiple times per turn for extra lore wasn't something that I initially picked up on. Neither was it for you. And neither did I. <laughs> yeah. uh, I straight up had no idea. It just like it didn't dawn on me at first. It was like, okay, this is going to be but pretty to be fair. You thought about that before you saw this question. Oh, yeah. No, no, just no. I had no idea about this question. You were when both I, surprised. When I walked in, I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. I figure something out. It's going to be awesome. Somebody beat me to it, <laughs> which is okay. I'm so fine with that. I will give credit where the credit interaction. Is what is the interaction that you were most surprised by? What's your, uh, what's your honestly, one? the Christopher Robin and uh, uh, I can go the distance. 
that's a that's solid. Okay. Like, did not even think about that at first, and was like, "Wait a minute, oh that's good. Oh that's good. That's gross. It's a combo. It is a true combo. That's like a. And for those you don't who really want don't to play know, them. I am a combo player. <laughs> I need combo in my life. It's true. This it's true. does it. So my interaction that I would say surprised me the most uh, when I it didn't initially pick up on it was uh, World's Greatest Criminal Mind with support. So I think we've talked about it previously in other <laughs> yeah, episodes. but I brought it up. That was yeah, the very first but, thing I brought up. But it's specifically with two cards. It was the Queen, the, sh- the yes. Bloodborne Queen with World's Such Greatest Criminal Mind because they're in the same color set. And in, if you have one strength, the Queen puts you there where you can get taken out. So that was a card co- interaction. I was like, world's greatest criminal mind. I mean, it's, Are a, there any it's cards conditional that have zero? removal. Yeah, there's plenty of cards that have zero. Oh, okay. I can't think Never of them off the top of my Never head, mind. but Never zero, zero yeah. strength that ex- exists. Zeus. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. But even then, I considered world's greatest criminal mind to be a conditional removal card when I first read the card. And then initially, that was the mistake. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, support. Support's really good with that. But I guess you have to have a support character, which means that you're going to have to kind of give up supporting your other character, which typically you build your deck to synergize like that. And then I was like, well, the queen, the queen automatically wants to use her ability to get rid of other things. So now you can get rid of it in a more creative way. It's like you can negative four strength to something else plus four strength to something else they have, greatest criminal mind, remove that thing, and then cleanly remove the thing that you didn't really need extra help yeah. to get over yeah it's pretty sweet so that's good like a really good combination, good combination. uh th- there was another combination that i saw later that i did not like it didn't register in my brain until i started like looking at combinations of cards for decks uh the the floodborne jasmine from set oh, one yes and grandpappy so <laughs> stinking dumb dude why does this even exist because you quest with her and you heal everything not not one not two everything and he's gonna gain lore two lore for, for every every character. single card that gets healed so you can really as long as you have other cards that exist like even himself if you like i'm pretty sure with pabby if everything to, gets hurt, I need to clarify this real quick because I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Whenever you remove one or more damage from one of your characters, even himself. Yep. So you can challenge with him. It, I mean, you really want to. You don't want to. Yeah. But other characters are a given. You're going to play other characters. Yeah. So yeah, getting two lore for every single one of them that can just survive so a challenge. So good. It's pretty sweet. The the combination between those two there's there there are a lot of cards that at least that have come out that like do single heal and whatever like uh, gumbo pot amazing yeah, it's well, cool one from two I would is say solid. gumbo pot it's a little worse than I thought it was initially just because you really have to build a deck that's all about taking the damage get the heals yeah. take the damage get the heals and I think there's some things that might just naturally overpower that strategy yeah but it's still cool. it's still really good <laughs> it's still solid. All right. I put it together a little bit. It's it's pretty good. The next question we have is from Stephen Gettle at S-G-E-T-T-L-E. S-Gettle? Uh, S-Gettle. He says, with more product availability, draft becomes viable, but it's still pretty expensive for four packs since there's no free land from the store to add like a magic deck. What do you think of the three-pack draft and unlimited store commons added in? 
or a fourth draft pack of random 12 commons. This is a tricky one because you have to know how draft works in Lorcana. In order to do the draft, you have to have four packs and you pretty much build a 40 card deck. Um, you can use all the colors, which means there's no color restrictions. Um, the thing is, my concern with this strategy of getting three packs and unlimited store commons, store commons would be cheap. Like I can see how a store could have unlimited commons, but you're just going to build really tuned stuff. Yeah. You know, basically just getting friends on the other side. Yeah. You're going to get all the friends on the other sides. Like as we've seen in Lorcana, commons don't mean they're bad. It's not like other games where like a good commons a surprise. There's a lot of good common cards in this game. Popsicles a common, you know, and it's really good. Yeah. It's one drop. So there's, there's a, a, a slight hesitance of like unlimited store commons. Great idea, but you're going to get constructed. I, I think that fourth pack of just straight commons or a mix of commons oh, and like, uncommons. Yeah. That's actually like, that's a decent one. That's a, that's not a bad idea, but it would have to be store created. You yes. know what I mean? And store accounted for of like these cards that have a Sharpie mark on them are draft cards that yeah. we reuse every week. Yeah. You know, that'd be tough, but that is something that I think stores could explore for sure. Um, I do hope with product availability increasing over the holidays that prices come down enough where a draft is realistic. Um, I know we did a draft on our first set one whenever yeah. we all met up we, and stuff. Yep. But I will Which say was that, fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, but I totally understand the pain of like, not everybody has that situation. You know, we are very blessed and privileged to have the stores that we have in our town and to have a setup where like they have known us for a long time. So product availability doesn't really affect us the same way it might other people. And we definitely sympathize with that situation sure. because I've been there with Pokemon in the past with availability of Pokemon. It was dry. So yeah, I understand it's not and the I, case for everybody. I'm currently there with one piece, so I yeah. get it. Trust me. <laughs> All right. Well, Dude, I think that's that just it. about wraps it up. We did it. We made it. We tried to keep it short. Yeah. We might not have succeeded, yeah. <laughs> but hey, we love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you could, please get down in the comments. Leave us some some stuff there. Talk to us. Let We'd us love know what you think back. about the strategies and what card you want to cook with. Oh, absolutely. Because I know everybody has that card that inspired them. Because everybody wants to cook. Uh, but definitely like, subscribe, share the, share the video. Uh, check out our full channel. We've got a bunch of stuff on here. Product oh. openings, gameplays, other podcast topics, of course. All the things. All the things. So much fun. Uh, but yeah, I guess until next time, Digital Me. Take us out. Thanks again, guys, for listening to Ready, Set, Live. If you could, like and share the content and subscribe to the channel, as well as hitting that notification bell for updates on when we post new content. Don't forget to leave a comment as we check for any questions that you guys might have, as well as things to add to our mailbag portion of the podcast. And who knows? Maybe your question will be answered in the next episode. And thanks again to Texarkana Podcast Studio for their contribution in making this episode possible. As always, this is the crew from Ready, Set, Draw, ending our turn.